What's up, y'all? This is Tony Powell, and you're listening to Proud to the People, the podcast, episode 164. Once again, the finest cast in the whole podcasting universe has reconvened to talk that stuff. When I want to know what's going on with anything New York City transit related, there's no expert I trust more than my cousin, Mr. Keith Powell. What's going on, Keith? Man, I'm feeling great today. It's a beautiful day in the city. And when I want to talk uh, the news beat, local TV news, there's no expert I trust more than my favorite director and my brother, Mr. Mark Powell's in the house. What's going on, Mark? What's up, fam? What's up, world? And when I want to talk New York City real estate, there's no expert I trust more than my cousin, the man we call Mr. Eddie Kane Jr., but the world knows him as Mr. Derek Powell. What's going on, DP? Everything is good. Always good to be in the cipher with the cats. How y'all doing? We're doing well. Well, first things first, uh, we just want to give a big happy birthday shout out to the big fella today. The big fella is uh, officially AARP veteran at this point. Uh, so, <laughs> <laughs> happy birthday, big fella! Thank you, guys. I appreciate that very much. Uh, everything come out. Everything. Everything was everything good today. Everything worked out well. I went out, uh, had lunch at the Bonefish and Grill, and, I, okay. and I'm good. Oh, um, sounds good. Sounds delicious, man. Um, I, I called him this morning, uh, Supervision. Well, well, first of all, I need to give him a give him a song. Is that okay, Supervision? Sure. sure. Uh, hey, big, yeah. hey, big bruh, it's your birthday. We gonna party like <laughs> it's your birthday. And, and, get, and, and check out my last bar. Supervision don't give a fuck because it's your birthday. You're working. <laughs> <laughs> You're working on your birthday. Deal with him, man. Deal with him. <laughs> that is true. Yeah, that is true. Oh, but this wow. is you, your your gift is your gift that you give to the world every every week, man. So you know this this is really your present. I, I thank thank you so much, Supervision, for letting me. Uh, Share my birthday with everybody. <laughs> hey, uh, you, you welcome. Hey, big bro, I thought we yeah. was gonna get a get an email talk about yo, we gonna do this tomorrow. It's big boy's birthday. Nah, that cat like four thirty. Be there. Come on, like a slave. <laughs> <laughs> oh, what it is, man. I mean, you know, I mean this, this, this is what we do. I mean, you know, the world. I mean, it's our birthdays, and considering how many you've had, keep it's not like it's brand new to you. <laughs> Yeah, so, that's true. Uh, that's yeah, true. I mean, so we, we, you know, the world is changing on a daily basis. I mean, you, you've been around long enough to see a lot of change and, and ain't nothing stopped. So uh, I'm just going to jump right into it. Uh, this Kyle Rittenhouse trial has is, is gone to a jury. So I guess within the next week, you know, hopefully sooner rather than later. I mean, I think, uh, you know, obviously the sooner the, the verdict happens, the, the better. Um, but uh, it doesn't look good. In terms of of the way this thing is played out, and I get the feeling, I get the feeling that Kyle Rittenhouse is going to walk on these charges of murdering these these two people, and and on camera, well, for the whole world to see, he's going to get get a chance to walk. Uh, what are your thoughts, guys? Mark, from what I've seen of the trial, the prosecution did from what they from the from what the experts I've seen say about it a horrible job they just kept dropping the ball at every moment and i wouldn't be surprised if he got um acquitted just because of what seems to be the mistakes of the prosecution i heard one expert say that normally the judge bends over backwards to make sure that the prosecution gets a fair trial and she wasn't saying this in a in a negative way she was just saying like wow i've never seen this before in this case she seemed she thought that the judge was doing almost the same or maybe more so for the defense, right. which is normally kind of odd because usually, you know, judges kind of lean towards, you know, the people who they got to deal with on a daily basis. I mean, defense lawyers come and go, but they see these guys every day and the cops and everything. So, and I, but I also just kept seeing and hearing that the prosecution was just screwing up. So, and, and in the case, and, and if it does go that way, I get, you know, classic double jeopardy. You can't retry him. So unless they find something else for him, unless he goes and try to get his memorabilia back and get a retrial, you know, it's not going uh, to go well for uh, the prosecution in this case. You know, it's funny, Mark. I, what I can't understand, you're prosecuting a case that's been highlighted and everybody knows what's going on and seeing what happened. And as prosecutors, y'all couldn't come up with something better than, than what you're prepared 
or you or you just didn't prepare for this case and figure wherever it lies, it lies. We're not going to do our very best, well, and which is in, which is which is not fair to the people and to the people who lost their lives and their families. Typically, I mean, this may be an overstatement, but usually the better lawyers are the defense lawyers. I mean, people, most people say, you know, yeah, you come out, you have all this, as a lawyer, you have this uh, idea that I'm going to go help the society, go help people. And you wind up in a DA's office and you have some lawyers and listen, why well, I want to be in DA's office? You, get, you don't get paid the same. And typically, from what I've seen to, to, to learn or see, the better defenders, the better prosecutors, not better, the better lawyers are defense lawyers. So a lot of times you got these kids, and this person's not a kid, obviously, but sometimes you got a lot of just mediocre lawyers trying to put together cases where it doesn't seem to, like you would think they'd have all the damnation in the world, mm-hmm. and sometimes it doesn't work out that way. Now, in the case of Rittenhouse, it seems even odder because he's not like a high-profile client. He doesn't have, you know, big client money where he can hire um, a Rusty yeah, Harden. He had, he, yeah, he did have a big... Uh, uh, he had support. He had a lot of, of people donating money. Yeah, that's to, what he had. Because this yeah. is a core, this is a core celeb for for the right wing. Right, yeah. he's the he's the he's the darling of the right wing, and they they were making sure that he had the money for defense. To your mm-hmm. point about lawyers uh, and prosecutors, usually, yes, you you know the the, the uh, some of the prosecutors on the on the uh, DA staff are just okay, but generally speaking, the district attorney is usually a fairly, fairly competent and good lawyer. Typically. And the DA is the one that should have been taking this high profile case. The mm-hmm. fact that they 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 blew it and they, they were being admonished by the judge. Uh, and I think the other mistake they made was they tried to get him on a straight murder charge. You know, they could have gotten him on reckless endangerment, reckless use. I mean, a, a whole series of charges so that at least if the jury said, well, we can't convict him on, 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 murder one or murder two, we can definitely convict him for, for, for manslaughter. I mean, you know, the, 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 the kid, uh, the, the wide receiver out in, uh, in, in Las Vegas, what's his name? Uh, uh, um, Bugs. Uh, yeah. Uh, yeah. yeah. Ruggs, well, Henry, Ruggs. Henry, Henry, Henry Ruggs, Ruggs is looking Henry at Ruggs. 41 years for, for drunk driving. Right. Reckless, reckless endangerment. He's looking at 41 years. You mean to tell me that, Kyle Rittenhouse, who took his illegal gun across state lines um, with the intent of firing and maybe, you know, you know, busted off a few shots at some of these people, he he can't get that kind of time? Of course he could, but you got to charge him with it. Yeah, now, I want to give you guys a quick update. As of this morning, a Kenosha, uh, Kenosha County judge handed down a huge win to Kyle's Rittenhouse defense team before closing arguments when he dismissed a misdemeanor gun charge against the team. Legal experts had considered the misdemeanor gun charge, which carried up to nine months, to be the easiest charge for the state to prove. Uh, the judge, uh, Bruce Schroeder, uh, basically ruled that Wisconsin's open carry law is so confusionally written, it can be interpreted to mean 17-year-olds can openly carry far- firearms as long as they are not short barreled rifles so when you got the judge as mark and keith were saying where basically uh it seems like he's leading toward the defense he has dismissed the easiest charge for the uh da and those cats to uh you know convict him on it ain't looking good i i, I think the kid walks away with this yeah i mean yeah that that, that is frightening and, and he also uh had a ruling that said that the the prosecutors couldn't refer to the people this fool shot as victims. They had to call them. The only way they could refer to them was as as rioters or protesters or looters. They could not call them victims, Mm-mm-mm. which is insane. So that right away that prejudiced the jury to to view even the deaths of these people. It almost makes Kyle Rittenhouse justified <laughs> in his actions. It's really really insane. I think maybe. Uh, depending on what shakes out in the next, you know, week or so, you know, I'm saying week. I'm, you know, I don't know how long they're going to deliberate, uh, but certainly by the time we we uh, broadcast again, we will have an answer to this. Uh, if it comes out that he is acquitted, uh, the feds are going to have to step in and either charge yeah. him with violating uh, these people's civil rights or something. There's going to have to be some charges. This boy cannot walk. 
based on what he did. He did not face the jury of his, you know, of his peers. Number one, uh, and number two, uh, the, the 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 this this is just this is just an an insane miscarriage of justice. It almost seems like it's a backlash for George Floyd. It almost seems like it's payback. It's like, well, okay, fine. Here's the payback for George Floyd. We let y'all get that one. Now we're gonna get this one. You know, and and don't think that the people down there and the Ahmaud Arbery case aren't paying attention too, because they're thinking the same kind of foolishness. If this fool can walk away, they're gonna find the same kind of uh, rationales to to justify their actions. Definitely, <laughs> and, and in his case, he doesn't even have a, a jury of his peers. If there's only oh. one African American on the uh, the jury pool, you know, it, it ain't looking good. You know, they gave us one, they said, but you know. We need to give him 10 back more. We need to give you, give us 10 back and we'll let y'all have that one. It ain't looking good for us. You, you know, it's dark. It's funny. Anytime there's a case against uh, black and brown people, you never get uh, your peers on, on, the, on the jury. Never. Mm-mm. And then when it's uh, uh, white folks, they, they, they at least get out of the 12, they got nine white folks on there. There's definitely something wrong with our judicial systems, with our judges, our laws, and how things are not equal for 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 black and brown people against white people. Not being prejudiced, but it's, it's a fact. It's just not fair because because if this was a flip case of a black man doing the same thing as Rittenhouse, it wouldn't be a shut, shut and closed case. It'd been over with. Yeah, no, no. I'm glad you said that. You're absolutely right. Had it been if a black person was out, first of all, if a black person was out there with a long gun, he would have been shot by the police long before he had a chance to shoot anybody else. <laughs> That's true. They would have said, oh, oh my God, what's going on here? You know, he's got a weapon, you know, uh, even in an open carry state. And especially in Wisconsin, an open carry state, they would they would have they would have found a way to get around that open carry law with, with a black person walking up and down the street. With a firearm, and and as far as Ahmad Aubrey is concerned, imagine just 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 let's just play the game. Ooh. you put two white guys, two 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 black guys that ran and chased down a white jogger and shot him because they they were concerned about uh, robberies in the neighborhood. How do you think that story is going to play out? They wouldn't. That's not going to play out well. They'd be dead. They'd be dead. They'd be dead already. They would be dead. Yeah. And they're not going to court. They're going to be dead. They would have got, you know, we knew they were dangerous and armed. They was not going to Burger King and they wasn't going to get talked down. It was going to be none of that. These cats' lives would have been over. That's just how it goes. And that's 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 what Keith was saying. That's that is the sad part about this whole situation. Um, you know, there is no just us in America. Only people, you know, like it's the old Richard Pryor joke. You 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 go screaming looking for just us, and that's all you find is just us. We're not getting it. Um, you know, even even in the Ahmad Arbery case, to make matters worse, you know, the, the defense attorney, you know, Mark, the, the high paid defense attorney was sitting around saying, yeah, you know, uh, you know, first you had, you know, he, he was mad that Jesse Jackson showed up. He even called out the people saying, how many pastors y'all got? First, you got Reverend Al Sharpton. Now you got Jesse Jackson up in here. How many more pastors you want to bring down here? That's what he, he said that open court. No respect. No respect. No respect. Yeah, you know, I mean, he got, you know, there's, you know, obviously I think the judge said something about it, but still, the fact that he can say that and not be concerned that he was going to prejudice the jury, that tells you right there what kind of jury he knows he has. Mm -hmm. That he can say that out loud and not worry about the jury, you know, turning against him. Tells you what jury he thinks he has. He felt no repercussions will be coming his way. I'm going to speak my mind. Y'all down south, y'all know how we get down down here. Come on, let me bring in them boys down here to mess up our good courtroom with their stares and looks and their size. We're not going to have none of this down here. Stop them from coming. Right now, Jesse, you the last one. Y'all use your quota. That's it. You know, that's just how they get down. It's real down there, man. That's not one of my favorite places, man. No, no, it's, yeah, you're absolutely you're 100%. I told you I, about the time I got pulled over in South Carolina. Uh, and, and, you know, the guy said I was speeding. I said, well, you know, I, I was leaving, I was leaving, uh, I forget what it was, Sumter, Sumter, South Carolina. I'm leaving Sumter, South Carolina. And, you know, I have my car and I'm, I drive, you know, I'm, I leave and, and getting on, you know, I'm in the city limits and you can see the signs that clearly post, it's like 35 miles an hour. And then I get on the state road 
and I'm looking for the sign. I said, well, I don't see any signs. I know it's more than 35, but not, you know, I don't know what it is. So what I'll do is I'll drive uh, 50. I drove 55 miles on a state highway, right? I didn't, I, even in that's South normal. Carolina, sometimes, yeah, that's normal, right? That's normal. I get pulled over for speed. And um, I'm like, what the hell? How am I speeding? I said, I said, I said, officer, I said, I said I'm, I'm driving. I have not seen a single uh, speed limit sign since I left town. I said, you know, and I, I was literally, I couldn't have been 200 yards outside of town when he pulled me over. He said, you didn't see the speed limit sign? I said, no, I didn't see the speed limit sign, sir. He said, let me show you to you. He gets out of the car. He said, follow me. He walks me back 50 yards. He takes his nightstick. <laughs> he, he moves the bushes <laughs> that was covering the sign that said 50 miles an hour. Oh my I said, God. oh, that sign. Well, all right, give me this ticket so I can get on out of here, man. I took the ticket. Yeah, I was not like that's I was, entrapment, I mean, Anthony. I wasn't messing around. Yeah, it was entrapment, and, and it would have been a, a, a another, you know, oh my God, he had a weapon. I feared for my right. life shooting. I, I knew that right there. Once he pulled the nice thing out to pull to push the bushes back, I said, this is not normal. This is not, this is not you can't, you can't win that. You can't win that. Yeah, I, it's I, over. I, New York plates on the car, too. I'm like, nah, let me just get on. You know, I'll take this ticket and roll. And then I, I told your uncle, told, told, told dad, Mark, and I said, um, you know, I got this ticket to South Carolina. I said, I, you know, I said, I, I think it's stupid. I told him exactly what I told you. I said, I'm not paying. He said, nah, you need to pay it just in case you go back there. You work down there all the time. You work in the South all the time. If, you know, you ever get pulled over and they run, you know, run a, a, a check on you. Yeah. Right. You know, yeah. it'll come up as a warrant. And then, you know, you you have all kinds of problems. All right, so I pay I pay them their money, man. But that's what I'm saying. You're right. This is this is what we're dealing with in some of these instances. You know, as as much as you want as we want to believe that progress is happening and things are different and things have changed, some of that stuff just has not changed at all. And 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 to Keith's point, uh, we're still not being treated properly in the courts. The courts have no longer been uh a refuge or a place that that we can find. Uh, equal protection under the law, which is what it's supposed to hey, be. Hey, Anthony and Derek and Mark, in your lifetime, you know, I know I got a little bit more time than y'all. Have you okay. ever... Got a lot more time. <laughs> <laughs> from, from the time we was able to understand the judicial system and everything, where have y'all have seen a change where it is fair for us against what has transpired over, I say the last, I say 10 years. You mean personally or just in general seeing things? Just, just in general sense. In the last 10 years about the, the laws, the, the the way they present cases against us and so well, forth. Where I, have you seen a change in that? Here's what I would say to that because I, I can't, I don't like broad brushes. We only see the cases that go south. I'm pretty sure if like this is sort of like a, a aside to Derek with some of these cases with where these guys are doing the, the stop and frisk or or the, you know, the no snitching deal. I'm pretty sure there's a lot of people where things are getting done the right way. We only see it's like, you know, it's like it's like a, it's like sports talk radio. There's a thousand callers or a thousand you know things said by these hosts and only a couple of people call in. So you hear the couple of people call in, but the majority of people just don't say anything. I think. Is it fair? No, it's not fair. But we only hear the egregious ones. We don't see all the times where things are done the correct way. And I've been in court only for traffic tickets. And I think three times. Um, one time I literally said not one word. The the police officer, it was you know, white police officer, white judge was in Virginia. Um, I said not one word, uh, and the police officer pleaded this, you know, did his case against me. Screwed up every every which way you could possibly screw up. The judge kept, you know, you know, almost like saying, you know, what's going on? You, you're not you're not presenting your case right. And without me saying a word, dismissed, and I walked out the, the courtroom. I've had a lot of times where I thought I was in the right, and nothing came of it. And I, you know, we've all sat in at least I have in too much traffic court where you sit there and you go, okay, this person should win the case, and you go, oh man, they screwed it up. So I think the big cases are the ones that distort it because. This Aubrey case is going to go bad. I'm pretty sure the Rittenhouse case is going to go bad. And we thought Floyd was going to go bad, but it worked out for us. But it, it's just hard to go with the broad brush, I think. 
because we don't we don't see all the, the the crap all the good times. Yeah, I mean, I, you know, that's an interesting take. I, you know, um, I, I'm just not so sure. I think I think if you probably looked at one of these these judicial watchdogs, you would probably see that that um, it, it the cases that go bad are probably reflect, reflected far more than we even realize. Um, you know, and I'm trying to pull up the numbers now, but I, I would imagine it's a lot of these cases because it's the thing that people keep complaining about. It's the same. I mean, I can't remember a single instance where, uh, first of all, where police were held accountable with, with the exception. That's why George Floyd stands out in our brains. Yeah. That's the exception, not the rule. That's the only time you see it. You didn't see it uh, um, in Staten uh, Island yeah, with well, Eric Garner. You didn't I mean, see it there. He got away, yeah. You didn't um, see it with Eleanor Bumpers. You didn't see it with uh, uh, the Louima. You just Yeah, Louima. You didn't see it with any of these guys. The fact that the George Floyd thing was actually a conviction, and think about what it took to get that conviction. It took kids standing there courageously holding a cell phone video documenting it over for the nine minute and uh nine and a half minute uh, uh murder they documented they documented the whole thing so that you had you know we all watched a a, a, a national newsworthy snuff film that's what we watched we watched a murder on TV and so given that level of evidence and given the the high profile of that case, it was going to be hard for him to get by, and even still, even after that, we were still saying, "Man, I hope they, I hope he's convicted." We were all stunned when he got convicted. I mean, you know, we thought he would, he should be, but I, I got to tell you, I was a little shocked. I guess the better question, or not, I hate to say, hate to say the better question. I guess the I would really like to know when it's apples to apples, meaning a lot of the, like I keep bringing this guy up again. OJ's trial. Wasn't you know Chris Rock said it wasn't a trial about race, it was a trial trial about fame. So I would like to see the case where it's truly apples apples, poor black people, poor white people charged with similar things. See how those go versus you know if, I'm pretty sure if again you know, there's statistics if, if, for that though for 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 people who are charged for the same crime, uh, you are more likely to do time if you're black and brown than you are. I'm white not saying you're not. I'm not, I'm not. I'm not. I've never said that. I'm saying when we we. I can't stand a broad stroke. I just it drives me crazy when you say all people do this or we never and that's the thing I will always fight against. I don't want a broad stroke because it's it's just it's not logical. But yeah, I understand. But, it, it, but it's real, Mark. You, you think about it. there was a case, and I think it was in Oklahoma, uh, uh, a black kid and a white kid. They're, they're friends now. They both did the same crime. The young black man got twenty years, and the white kid, I think he got like. Three years, but they both did the same crime. Yeah, I, I I'm not saying that and, doesn't but, happen. But different, but that's but that's what happens most of the time. You know, even the ones that we we miss and we don't hear too much of because there's not a lot. You think about, you know, they, they say, oh, we give y'all OJ, y'all got OJ, but we're gonna give y'all the rest. And y'all gonna have to handle it. Now you got, um, what's calling case? Uh, we gonna give you that. You got Floyd case. We give y'all that. Now we got these two other cases. Nah, we gave you your two for, for the next 10, 10 years. 12 years. Yeah, Easy. 10 years or so. Yeah. Easy. Now we got like, these two cases. We got to let these guys go. Because you're, you're forgetting, like, the, you know, Breonna Taylor, there's no justice. Uh, Sandra Bland, no justice. Uh, so, so these cases exist. You know, what about the woman? I forget the case, but what about the woman that, that, that registered to vote in the wrong location? Oh, yeah, and they locked her up. They gave her like they gave her like stupid time for registering the vote. Like she, I think she was living in one place and she voted somewhere else. And and you know, to the letter of the law, they they locked her up for like years. She's still in jail. There was also, there was also another young lady who registered her kid. Her kid right. I think it's in Georgia. Right. Registered a kid yep. in another school district, and she got about five or six years. And if I remember right. correctly, uh, Kim Kardashian was fighting to try to get this lady out of prison. It's like, what are we doing as a society? But when it comes to us, it is the letter of the law of the land. They will not waver. But when it comes to them, it can be a little gray, a little shade. It's, well, maybe we need to look at it this way, but then you need to do the same thing for us, which 
according to Mark, and I, I understand what Mark is saying with the broad stroke, of what we are seeing and what they show us, it doesn't happen in those cases. Well, here, here's the, uh, we're going to wrap on this, and here, here's, here's your, the, the, the comparison, the apples to apples comparison, Mark. Think okay. about the time that some of these, these, the Black Lives Matter protesters got versus the time that's being doled out for the Capitol insurrection. Hmm. Apples to apples, you know, Black Lives Matter protesters, you know, are, were doing serious. Were locked up immediately. Were, were manhandled immediately. Sent to jail immediately. Awaiting trial immediately. And some of these guys are, are getting slaps on the wrist. They're getting probation. They're getting, uh, you know, no real time relative to what you again, what we eyeballed, what we witnessed. They're not. They're not getting the same time. Well, on the apples to apples comparison then we know of some of these um the insurrectionists we know that with the the QAnon shaman and all these other people right do you know of, of any name nickname of a of a BLM protester that's been uh has that's been uh, arrested and or had some time given no uh and, and and that probably makes makes the case because you don't yeah you don't these are average joes this these are average joes who were doing time, uh, and the QAnon shaman, you know, who was was high profile, uh, and they had in a, in, a, in a case so where how do you know? Well, how do you know they made? How, but, do, how do you know they got time? But that was I, a, but see I, now you compare now you comparing a protest to uh, an assault. I wasn't comparing a protest. About, to yeah, you brought it up. You said I said yeah. I said yeah. Apples to apples. You're talking about two different groups who were both. Uh, well, one one was not peacefully protesting. The other was, yeah, was one was, was was committing a crime. The other one was was demonstrating. Okay, but I'm saying that the people who were were, were locked up for demonstrating for for curfew violations in those situations are doing time versus these people who actually actively went on a, said, on a. I don't know if they are because I haven't seen. I, I don't know. You said it like you made it like a like it was a a, a given that. These BLM people who got locked up just because you get arrested. I mean, we see it all, all the time. You get when you, these protests, they get arrested for the day and they're out, you know, post bonding out the next day, community service. That happens countless times with, you know, you, you think all the time Jesse got arrested, he was sitting in jail for 30 days at a time. Oh, no, you know, no, he, he was wasn't. He's in and out. So a lot of, I'm pretty sure with, with these cops, we maybe they were protesting areas in which cops weren't too friendly to them, got arrested, thrown the pokey out the next day. They weren't. I would venture a, a, a soft guess. They weren't going to major trials and getting major time. It was probably just, you know, hey, here you go. Here you pay your fine for doing whatever we thought you did wrong and keep it going. All right, because so I'll pile to the people listening. What I will do is I will do the yeah, research yeah. and we will we will pick this up next week. We're moving on. Um, let's see. Oh, you wanted speaking of protesters. Uh <laughs> You want to talk about Howard, your uh, your your uh, your Black Lives Matter and Howard too, um, and and the protest is ongoing. So, what's the latest? Well, latest as of, as of today, which we tape on the Mondays, um, they this school has said they have actually uh, announced an agreement with the students, and they essentially ended this uh, this protest. The protest began October twelfth. So, yeah, what the damn do? Wah wah wah. Who cares? Here's my problem I have with this whole thing. We always, if this school, and this is the school of record, in, in my in my opinion, I mean, where if this school was president, the president was Donald Trump and the vice president was Steve Bannon. But if it was one of those schools where the majority of people who were in charge looked like Fox News and Newsmax with a majority school, we'd be screaming and howling. You would hear all kinds of things from all these famous alum. And we haven't, we haven't heard anything. We, you know, I'm looking. I've got a list of a bunch of people. I haven't heard anything from Diddy. It's, you know, remember he's. I went to Howard, blah, blah. Where's your damn mouth? If you said it, did you say a thing in these thirty days? I heard nothing from you. What about Letitia James? You know, you want to run for governor? I didn't hear you say anything either. Taraji, yeah, Derek. Taraji, P, Taraji, <laughs> nothing. Uh, no Taraji. I'm not going to bring in Kamala Harris because she's in a different. If she was Senator Kamala Harris, I would expect her to say something. But she can't say anything as Vice President Kamala. That's sort of a thing. But there's people in the media. My my media. Heard nothing. There's a person who works at the station that I work at now. I haven't heard her say a damn thing. I'm not gonna say her name, <clears throat> uh, but I said a person who I worked with in when I was in D.C. Federica Whitfield. She works at CNN. I ain't heard her say anything. Lori Stokes. I think she was at Fox local here. I'm not sure where she is now. 
Uh, Nick Cannon, you know, big ass Nick Cannon, you know, got all this stuff wilding out. Not right. a word. Hey, Lala, did you, I, I haven't heard from you either. Roberta She's Flack, still, you know, you kinda, yeah, Roberta <laughs> Flack kind of old, but she hasn't said anything. Lynn Whitfield, Amorosa, you got something to say about everybody. I didn't hear a damn thing from you. Uh, Kasim Reed, who you said, who Kasim Reed? I went to school with him. He was a former mayor of, of Atlanta. He's a politician and lawyer down in, D, in, uh, in Atlanta. Nothing from you. Antoine Bethea, former football player, played for the Colts. Nothing from you. Hey, Roz Baraka, we know who he is, right? He's local to the area. New York, Newark mayor, nothing. Stan Barrett, ESPN anchor, nothing. Isaiah Washington, he's uh, an actor. I think he's he was a little, on he's a little office rocker, though, yeah. Um, yeah, well, uh, there's a lady, lady named Carla Hall. She's uh, tell, him, tell him I'm not here. Yeah, she, she's a chef on Food <laughs> Network. Yeah, I'm not here. Crystal Waters, uh, you know, you know, 100%. Pure. All these the, the, all those folks went well, to uh, Howard? Yeah, all these people went to Howard. And the list is ridiculous. But the problem is, if this was... <laughs> Somebody want to get that? If, <laughs> if this was if this was uh, uh, a school that had those people as the president versus the president we have, and you would be scream, screaming out, MSNBC and CNN would be running constant you know, ads. Hey, look what's going on. And, right. and nobody said a damn thing. And that's the problem. These kids have got this thing. It, it took a, a little bit over a month with the protesting. And it took them raising high and ha- all kinds of hell just to be heard for simple, basic rights. The same rights that, you know, Derek would fight for when he was uh, working in, in the housing industry. Mold, uh, vermin in the school. None of them. All these you mouths really, out there. You huh? really don't have to bring up my past or what I did. <laughs> all these all these high-profile mouths who want to scream and holler Howard and this and where this stuff and was and remember Howard was on major display back in January because of the price price. And nobody said a damn thing. These kids were sleeping outside the Blackburn building and doing all this stuff, and nobody was putting pressure on them. The, the networks. I know they did a couple of stories like what's called a VL. It's like a quick little hey, guess what's going on down there, and let's move on to the next thing. If it was other way around we would be going crazy and you'd have all, you know, LeBron James be tweeting some kind of crap, although, you know, you know, he would be, all the things that happened. Where were they then? Where were they? They were nowhere to be found. And they have bigger voice. I have, a, you know, I got this little voice here on, on the podcast here and I, I've said things, but it's ridiculous that nothing was said from all these people. And this, like I gave you a small, small list. I mean, to write down names or it, it's, it's insane, but some of these people definitely have platforms and nobody said a damn thing. Well, don't underestimate yourself, because uh, our, our plot, uh, podcast is uh, international. You're a true player, international player, for real. But <laughs> uh, <laughs> <laughs> so where were they? When, where, where, where were all these people? Agreed. I mean, people like, in Brazil checking you out. You know, Diddy I always got to say, you know, like like everybody has, you know, they, they're screaming how, how and this, and you know, Diddy, I remember when Diddy brought down uh, Biggie down there to do it, and he came back. Let's, I mean, these are big mouths. And what is was uh was we always say Nino? Don't nobody know nothing. The only person, <laughs> the only person who had a little something to say who went to that school and she got you know we talked about a little clapback was my girl Debbie Allen, and her sister was like, uh, uh-uh, we we keep that in the house. No, 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 no. That's what the kids were talking about. We need these voices to be right. said because if it was anything else, if this was going on at. You know, a school in 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 reverse. Like I said, we reversed. Yeah, you know, CNN. Yeah, yeah. CNN and 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 MSNBC would be having live shots. They'd be like, uh, they'd be going crazy. So, yeah, look once again. Here they go. But when this happened, and I know for a fact, there's people in that CNN building who went to that school. I know for a fact, there's people in MSNBC went to that school. Nobody said a thing. That story just kind of died. It was on network air a couple of times. Early on, and it was like it didn't happen. Thirty days for them to resolve something that should have been taken care of. That's the problem when, when I think sometimes these administrators forget that they're supposed to be taking care of the kids. That's what you essentially say when you send your kid to school. I'm going to trust you to take care of my kid for four years because I can't be there to watch him. And you say, okay, you make this kind of you know a tacit agreement. I'm going to watch out for your child. I'm going to feed your child. I'm going to clothe it, not to clothe. I'm going to house your child. I'm going to put them in a safe environment. Well, mold and rats. Not a safe environment. Yeah, no, I mean, you make a great point. And I, and I think that it's certainly, you know, if conversely, here's the flip side. If, some, if something negative had happened and it was Howard students that did something 
uh, oh. negative. It would be it would be uh, national news. And and now when you have a situation that was deserves the attention, and certainly, if nothing else, the voices of of this really really diverse and and highly regarded alumni base. You know, they all have platforms they can yeah. they can certainly use. I mean, you know, they. I mean, this school's um, not in Guam; it's in D.C. D.C. Yeah, you know, <laughs> you know, it, it, it's, it's like it's like this joke what Chris Rock said about you know Biggie got shot in the strip in front of Cirque du Circus. It wasn't like he got shot in some weirder highway. This is in the nation's capital. How much? You know, it's a pretty big platform, and nobody well, said do, nothing. Do they donate money to the school? These alumni here some. I, I, you know, I don't know if they do. I know I, on occasion they will. And usually you know that because suddenly somebody got an honorary, honorary degree. I know Diddy didn't graduate, but he got an honorary degree. And when I donate a little money, I don't have a bunch of money, but I try to donate money because of what the school gave me and, and did for me. Right. But I know for a fact, if I, I bet you, if you go back and check the Twitter um, mentions uh, of some of those people on that list, when back in January 20th, whenever the inauguration was, They'll probably all screaming, "Hi, yeah!" How Kamala right. went to Howard, so did I. I bet you they'll be just blown up. And then when this happened, it couldn't be found. Maybe I'm, you know, what I'm thinking is that maybe they're saying we didn't want to bring that sort of uh, negative light to uh, a prestigious university like Howard, where they're feeling like let's not air out dirty laundry out in the public. Instead of looking at well, look at what these kids are going through. These kids are speaking to us. We got to do something where, you know, we'll take care of this behind closed doors. Well, they've been saying that since you were there, Mark, and it shit, the shit yeah. still ain't get done. And the kids are tired. <laughs> <No. laughs> get tired. And the kids, so that's the thing. I, I was out there protesting in front of the Bursa office when, uh, when we were having issues there. And we weren't, I would want somebody to say, listen, hey, look, let's, look what's going on. Throw some light on it. Don't sit there and say, air my dear laundry. Forget air my dirty laundry. Fix the problem. The way you get something sanitized, you put light on it. You don't sit there and say, well, I'm going to just you know, kind of do this behind the scenes. Like I said, the only person on that list that couldn't say anything is the pres- vice president of the United States. She, there's, there's no way she could say that in any sort, any sort of way that wouldn't come off as some kind of, some kind of way. But other well, she people- doesn't, she, she doesn't have to say anything verbally, but she also has a platform where she can say, hey, listen, I want somebody to look into this. Yeah. You know, uh, there are federal dollars that go to all of these students. A lot of these students are getting federal grants. They're getting Pell Grants. They're getting federal dollars. So that becomes a federal problem. If, if you have a school that's getting, uh, remember, it's, it's a land-grant college. It's, 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 it's so there is a tie between the government and Howard. That needs to be exploited, and and she could certainly do that. Yeah, I, I would assume, and I would hope. I would hope that she would have done something, you know, a, a little like, listen, you know, go down uh, to Georgia and handle this business type of deal because I'm the vice president. I'm. I would hope that would have went down. But the other people are the ones I really have the problem with, and especially the she ones with the big She could pick up mouth. the phone and call and call. And she's the vice president of the United States. She could pick up the phone and call up the president and say, "Hey, what, what in the flying f is going on down there?" Yeah, I, I would hope that would have happened. And and here's the thing: why I think it didn't happen because nobody can keep it. Nobody can say, said nobody can keep anything quiet. If that would have happened, somebody would have said something. I mean, the days of hey, you know, you do something, you say something, and it just stays with it. It doesn't come out until. Years after your death are over. Somebody's gonna always wants to be popular, and they would say, "Hey, guess what happened? The, the vice president called the president of, of Howard University." Yeah, you know, I was calling. You know, I'm. You know, that's something that you would think it didn't happen because it would have been promoted. But like I said, where was all these big ass mouths well, when things were going down? Well, well, well I look at it as, as at this too. You know, you have like like I'm saying, people that donate money and stuff to the school. Then you have. I would have to question is where's my donations going that I'm sending all this money and these kids are got a protest about um, living situation. It shouldn't be that way if you're getting big donations from most of the people that you that you um, spoke about on uh, on the podcast. That's what that's the problem that I have. Why they're not saying, you know what, what are you doing with our money? Yeah, donation wise, I mean, I'd assume that those people donate what they donate. I don't really need to know because I wouldn't want people know what I donate. But I would hope that they would just. I mean, you have. I mean, some people truly have bullhorns. I mean, Ros Barak is the mayor of of yeah, Letitia James running for New York, but they're politicians, so maybe they got dance a little bit. But what was what's Lala running for? What's Taraji running for? What's Pity? What's Diddy running for? 
What Nick well, Cannon's ass running for? Well, here's the thing. I, I, again, and, I, and I'm going to go back to Kamala because we're going to talk about her next. Omarosa. Yeah, I, I think in terms of Kamala Harris, even if the call got out, here's what you have to say. She can simply say, and maybe I should be her spokesperson or should work in her her, her communications team. All she has to say is, listen, I'm, I'm an alum you. of the school. Um, I love my alma mater, and I'm really concerned about what's going on down there with these students. I, I, I care about all the students, and that's why I call. That's all she has to say. And nobody could take her to task for that. They would try. They could try. But the truth of it is, is that if she made that call, you know, she's within her rights. I mean, you know, um, I, I, I don't yeah, see I, why she couldn't. It's logical, but politics is so illogical. It would become that would become a storm that doesn't even need to be a storm. That's the problem with that's the problem with what you just said. It makes logical sense. Hey, listen, I went there. I have a little juice. What's going on? That makes logical sense. Well, but uh, you know, but uh, that's not the, politics. With politics, I mean, we've seen it. When you can grab them by the whatever, it, it doesn't make any logical sense anymore. Yeah, well, uh, in her case, she already catching high holy hell from all directions. So she might, what she got to lose? You might as well just let it hang out there, Kamala. That's, that's what we asked her to do last week. I mean, I was reading a uh, apparently CNN has done this really, really big, giant expose on her. And it's going to be the the hot topic in the news this week about Kamala Harris and the friction between her and Biden and what she's not doing and how she's not doing it and the disgruntled this and the disgruntled that. Um, and that, that's really where where it is for her. I mean, we asked, we've been asking the question for the last couple of weeks. In fact, we titled an episode, Where in the World is, is, is Kamala Harris?, um, play on uh, where in the world is Carmen San Diego, and 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 yeah, you know we we've, we've been asking the question. It's pretty obvious that they've kind of kept her in the background, and they're not really putting her out there in a, in a way where she can kind of do what she does. And 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 she seems to be apparently, according to this this expose, frustrated by her position, frustrated by the lack of support from the White House, frustrated by. Um, you know, not being assigned to things that she can kind of, uh, you know, that that work in her wheelhouse. I mean, they they gave her, you know, the border situation, and nobody can fix it. She was the last person you wanted to go down and to try to fix the border. Nobody can fix the border. That's that's got to come from the top down, not from her. Uh, and and it's a it's a political loser. There's no way to make that that look right, especially when the White House policy is uh, stay home, don't come. And she's got to go out there and be the one saying it. I mean, and she caught all that heat for it. So, uh, DP, what's up with your girl? <laughs> well, I will tell you this, um, and, and, and and you gotta you gotta understand and feel the scenario I'm about to give you. Right now, she's going home, and she gets in there. Money's saying, "Oh, don't worry," you know, because she's complaining. Money's wearing, "Don't worry, it's gonna be okay." You got to weather the storm. You got to weather the storm. Imagine her coming home. I got a do-rag on my head. My wife beat on. I got fish grease on my T-shirt. And she started complaining to me. Gas up the Cadillac. God damn it. We need to go talk to somebody. You got to talk to somebody. Right now, her voice is not being heard. When you ain't got the right people by your side, people will take advantage of you. You know how it is. People, you know, want to, you know, get loud with your wife. And you be like, all right, I'll be there tomorrow. Then when they see you, everybody act like they busy. Okay. You know, <laughs> say, I'm here. And, and then you look at her. I thought you said it was a problem. You know, I thought it was a problem here. Ain't no goddamn problem here. And that's the issue. She is given assignments. Like you said, she can't win. It's like, just go over there. Like, we used to call them at work just busy assignment. You just want to keep me busy. You don't want me to sit around and read the paper and go on in it. You just want to give me this busy work. This stuff you go, you push one button on the computer and get it done. Give me some stuff that I can uh, tackle that will affect somebody's life. If they give her assignments like that and she's more than capable, and then folks, her her, her popularity rate is going to go up because now she's touching lives. Send me on assignments that I can do that. You just can't put me to the back. And then when things like, you know, and shit is uh, Joe B. Premium. I don't know. I hope none of y'all getting premium. It's four dollars and uh, five cents a goddamn gallon. I hope ain't none of y'all. Hey, hey, I'm glad I'm on hey, 87, man. Shit. Man. Dirk, on that point, before you go, I was at the gas station today. Uh-huh. The guy paid a hundred 
You see? Dollars and you 27 see? cents you to see? full up his truck. My heart stopped. I will tell you this. Was it semi? B, it was one of the F 150s. Whatever it was, it's too goddamn much. It doesn't matter what kind of truck <laughs> it is, it's too goddamn much. So give her a job to find out why the gas prices are going so high. Why can't we do something about Joe B, I was one of your your biggest advocators, man. But money, man. Look, man, when I looked up today, I'm like, four dollars and a nickel? What kind of bullshit is this, man? And the guy take your money and he's smiling. And if you put your card in, if you ain't got enough money, money on your car to suck your car into the gas machine, you can't get your card back. <laughs> <laughs> it's just bad. What is bad? It is it is bad in these streets. I am hoping they start to give her assignments that are meaningful and purposeful and that will affect somebody's life. If not, and I think Mark touched on it last last week when he says this is a guy who got the job. Ah, there was nobody else to give it to. And you're tired of the last guy. So you got to give it to him. Really don't want it with his age. And where it can be a transitional period for Kamala, but I don't think that transitional period is not going to happen if nope. they don't get a, a couple. I don't know if how it is. I go to the store sometime and they ain't got some food and, and it's no real goddamn uh, no issues, but I can see containers just floating in somebody's ocean saying we can't get it to the fucking docks and shit, man. I'm like, how can it just be well, floating and we can't get the supplies? It's crazy, man. Well, that's, that, that's a lot that's a lot of what's going on. I mean, you know, they, all these things are kind of conflated, like like the gas prices. Gas prices, you know, uh, uh, a function of of supply and demand. And so for a, about a year or so, uh, we weren't giving uh, our Arab brothers and sisters any of that money because we, we were on lockdown. So we weren't using gas. And suddenly, you know, as, as lockdown ended um, and we started to, to uh, come back into, you know, ramping up, I guess, our societies again, the demand for gas increased. And so they're, they're lagging behind in terms of their production. They, they Obviously, they were shutting down production because the, nobody was using gas. Gas, uh, the, the, a barrel of oil was like falling through the floor during the, the height of the pandemic. Nobody was driving. Now everybody's driving great. again. So <laughs> so now we have this, 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 uh, we have a lag between the production and 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 the supplies. A so lag that, and also an attitude. Remember, they not still people not too people still not, too not happy, happy about the Af- yeah, no. the Afghanistan thing. Yeah, there's definitely a lag of production from the sudden ramp up. But they also like, damn, and you guys realize what you just you did it was twenty years of of all this, and then you guys just you know both out in the middle of the night. They're still probably not too happy about us leaving the way we left, we, even we though there's no way. It, yeah, there was no way we we're gonna. It was never gonna be good the, the way we left. It was almost impossible. It was impossible leaving of a war. But they're pretty sure they're probably like, you know what? Let those boys sweat over there a little bit. You know, you guys put us in a, under a dime now, and so we're gonna make you, you know, sweat it out a little bit. Can yeah, I mean, that's, that's, that's that's Ali or somebody about the gas. So I mean, they can have a <laughs> <laughs> wait. Wait till you get your heating bill. So you cats is laughing. This is this is real, man. Everything is We do the stories every day now. Yeah, no, everything no, is tied into this shit, man. I go grocery shopping. I got, you know, I got, no, I got and, cars and, and grocery bills. It's ridiculous. Grocery bills, yeah. I mean, and so now you have the other other thing is is the the supply chain. I you know I was watching sixty minutes yesterday. They were trying to explain the supply chain to me, and I'm still confused. But but to your point, Derek, you got ships, you know, sitting out there in the harbor or just yeah. off the coast, loaded to the to the gills. You got a whole port. You got ports over there in Newark, and you got them out there in L.A. Yeah. Chock full of stuff. And no trucks to get them out of there, and you can't bring the new stuff into. You get the old stuff out. I don't understand it. Well, that's awesome. that's that's part of the infrastructure uh, problems that we have in this country, and that hasn't been updated and upgraded. And hopefully, they'll start to figure out a way to do it. That, say, I was saying that, yeah, there no trucks to get them out, but also no drivers. That's another thing. No They're lacking drivers. Actual, I mean, people. This I can't. I, I don't understand this at all. There's people just you know some people just we ran a story today. How there's been an increased rate of people just quitting their jobs. So four have, million people so far. Yeah, that seems like. And my first thing, you quit your job. So how do you get money? What What are you doing? I I don't know how that. I'm not smart enough to understand how that works. Yeah, well, it seems I, I, logical. I, I, that PPE baby, they good. <laughs> yeah, but that doesn't. It, that doesn't. To me, I mean, maybe logical. Whatever. But you know, but that's but that's it. I don't want. Yeah, let me just jump in and and, okay. and, and settle this. Uh, 
what that what that is, and Keith brings it up, the PPE, in some states, not New York State, New York State has a, a, a $15 minimum. So you you know, you can, I mean, it's it's obviously an expensive state to live in, but some states don't have that. Some states, you know, they're still at the federal minimum wage, which is like seven some seven seven dollars and some change. Oh. And the 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 PPE was giving these people more than they were making working 40 hours at McDonald's or 40 hours at Wendy's or 40 hours at the supermarket. And so they were like, yo, why am I working for slave wages? This is stupid. And I think that's kind of, you know, COVID did a lot in terms of our, our psyches and our mindsets and the way we look at the world and the way we look at the future and the way we look at the way things were, you know, you had COVID and, you know, at the same time we were dealing with, you know, Black Lives Matter and people were, were suddenly realizing what's important and what's necessary and everything else. I think that's part of what's going on. I think that's part of what, what this, this, uh, this great walkout is. And that's people saying, y'all can't keep treating me like this. We, we, every now and again, I'm sure you've done uh, stories in addition to the 4 million people who are not working. You've done stories about corporations having record profits, Amazon making more money oh than they've gosh. ever made Bezos in their lives. Uh, Bezos, all these guys Tesla. making all these corporations making tons and tons of money. And that money is not finding its way to people. Jeff Bezos, I, I you know, how much money can he spend? And his staff, they just now starting to put TV commercials on saying, look, at Amazon, they make $15 an hour. Well, God damn it, you done made gajillions of dollars. You can you can certainly pay those people more than $15 an hour. But $15 was the, as Chris Rock would say, you know, that's the minimum. That's the, in other words, I can pay, This is I'm not going to pay you no more than this. He could have paid those people more money than that, especially sure. those people who were, were working in those trucks in those factories, in those warehouses, keeping this country kind of flowing uh, during the midst of the pandemic, and he was getting all that extra, all that extra cheddar. He taking weekend trips to the moon, but he can't pay his people. You <laughs> said nothing wrong so far. Yeah, hundred percent right. I mean, it's, it's insane that 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 amount of wealth and to 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 begrudgingly go, okay, fine, I'll give you fifteen. You got to be kidding me. You said he, he this pandemic was a terror to the world and into our country. And it was a godsend. He was rich before. It just sent him through right. the roof. Just imagine. Through, through the moon. Just imagine. He, 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 he leave you on Friday. Hey, what you guys doing, man? I'm going over to Pluto, man. I see y'all on Monday, man. <laughs> <laughs> That's what it's like. That's Could when you, you, you go. God. Right. Now, now you think about it. They, they, what they rated up to $15. But everything that went through the roof. So that $15 don't mean nothing don't mean now. Nothing now. There, there so go, if I can stay home and get more money, why should I work? Right. Okay. And that's, that's the way they're the, looking at it. And that's what's happening. That's so so you have, I mean, so you're like these, these, you know, even even the idea of work, the idea of getting up and going to an office to sit in front of a computer for eight hours with a you know a 40-minute lunch break and and maybe two 15-minute breaks. Where people realized over the pandemic, you know what? If I'm gonna sit in front of a computer, why can't I sit in my damn pajamas and have my coffee while I'm sitting in front of a computer anyway? Why do I have to go to this office space? So all of that, everything is kind of like you know a little different, a little changed. And I think that's that's part of what's driving this, and that's part of what's what's affecting the supply chain. I mean, again, there's there's, there's structural problems with the supply chain in terms of uh, the idea of the ports and not being able to move stuff and move stuff in and out and, and you know, and the shallows and all that stuff that needs to be drained, all of that nonsense that I, I certainly don't understand from an engineering standpoint. But there's another part of it is, is, is just people. People are different now. They're a little, they're a little different than, than what they were. Um, uh, before we go, speaking of the pandemic, look how, look how I made that smooth transition. Speaking of the pandemic, um, <laughs> New York has said that, you know, they're encouraging everybody who wants to get one to get a booster shot. I got my booster shot. Sure. Uh, but now, but I just read, yeah, Mark, I just read today after I got my goddamn booster shot <laughs> that um, that uh, two jabs of Pfizer and a jab of, of Moderna would be better than three jabs of Pfizer. But they didn't tell me that. They just told me whatever, whatever shot you got the first two times is the one you got to get now. If I had known then what I know now, I'd have switched up and got myself a little extra, little extra kick in the pants. <laughs> I tell you, Anthony, they messing around with the folks. That's my opinion. They messing around. They tell you this mixed with that, that mixed with that. 
That should give you the ultimate protection. I, I, I'm worried right now. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, but that's how it is at the bottom. I mean, we're all like, everybody likes a little something, you know, extra in their little drink. You know, <laughs> hey. get a little drink, so yeah, give me a little handy little splash of this. I mean, that's fine. Hey, supervisor, isn't it uh, unusual to you that all of a sudden Big Bra is uh, a little skeptical about the booster? You know, you know, but prior to, you know, now remember a couple of episodes ago, I said, you got to talk to him, right? You got to talk to yep. him. Well, there was some talking going on. It was just coming from the other side. You don't need to be, you be okay. You see what happened to me? I'm just fine. God damn it. You don't got to do it. And now what he do? He come and try to put that on us. Nah, man, the man messed up. You don't know what's going on. They said it's this. They said it's yep. that. I don't know what to do. You see what happened? You got to talk to him. Oh, I ain't playing with y'all. They change their mind every day. Something's different. You see? You know, I watch yeah. David Murray and they change that, from Monday to, to Wednesday be something else new. That's woman talk now you're talking now. Okay? <laughs> yeah, no, nah, you know what, Derek? I'm listening. I'm listening and okay. it didn't occur to me till you said it. But now my eyes are wide open. I'm like, yeah, you know what? This, this, this cat was a, a, like prior to a few weeks exactly. ago. Exactly. Exactly. He was all in on the vaccines and I don't understand why people don't get these shots. We need these shots to get ourselves back to normal and uh-huh. everything else. And, uh, and, and now, now all of a sudden it's like, now you're questioning the, the, the there the, you go. He's questioning the validity of the, the science now. I got to question them when you when I catch it and I'm all right, and the person next to me caught it is all right. You see, something's wrong with that picture. Yeah, but okay, hold, hold on. Let me, and I don't mean to cut yeah. you guys off, but there's there's also something else in here uh, in, in play. Right off the top, he's talking woman talk. What is today for him? What is today for him? I know what I was about to say. Okay. You know exactly what's going on. He's trying to preserve later on. <laughs> That's my cousin right there. It is, it is impossible for him to get off this podcast, put on his smoker's jacket, put on Joe Tex, I got you, and not be able to say he defended her on his podcast and expect to get hood off. He gets hood off on his birthday, Father's Day, and maybe New Year's. So if you say he's going against us with his booster shot, oh, it ain't happening, goddammit. It ain't happening. Yeah, this, is, this, is like, this is like one of the four seasons. This is one of the four opportunities of the year. For him to see oh, the sunrise, yeah. that's he, what it did is. You go. He's been waiting on the proper to come in for a while now. He's like, <laughs> 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 and, oh my god, walking X's on that calendar for weeks now. <laughs> <laughs> now we're at the date with the big circle on it. All right, <laughs> Andy Dufresne, he's about to get in the jail. Like, hey, come on, this. <laughs> crawl through those walls, <laughs> crawl through all that muck. I'm free. Uh, <laughs> well, uh, oh, let me let me end this show so you got a chance to get you know to, to go out and rehab everything that we just destroyed for you, Keith. Uh, if you have not subscribed to Power to the People, uh, make sure you do. You can get us anywhere you get your podcast. Anywhere you listen to your podcast, you can find us as Type of Sin. Uh, you can ask Alexa to play Power to the People. She'll play it on your phone, on your car. If you have Lex in the car, you can get us on Pandora. Anywhere you get your podcast, you can get us. Certainly on uh, iTunes and Amazon, you can find us there as well. Uh, you can also find us on social media at Facebook, uh, Power to the People on Facebook. And you can find us at Twitter at Power to the Peaks, P-O-W-E-L-L, the number two, the letters D-A. P-E-E-P-S, Powell to the Peeps on Twitter. You can also follow us all on Instagram, Comic Tony Powell, Big Fella 55, uh, D- Derek Powell 330. Three, 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 and then Mark Powell, uh, what is it? Seven two seven seven three seven two seven three seven two. All right. Well, you know, I'm I'm sitting here thinking about senior moments here, Derek. <laughs> Talk about me. <laughs> yeah. Well, I'm, I was, that's what I was thinking about. In fact, was the fact that you' about to have your own moment. Uh, so let us get off the podcast. So <laughs> you can go ahead on a light a candle and do what you do. Uh, see you all next week. Peace. 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 <laughs>